Some love stories are greater than anything any playwright could conceive of. They pull you in in ways that nothing ever has. And it has been this way for a long, long time. And I've wondered that about Superman and Lois, Lois and Clark, where they came from and where the, how they started. And it seems, it has always seemed to me, well, I have always been more of a Marvel guy. I've been a Marvel person. That's just, I've just been always drawn more towards Marvel. But Lois and Clark always hit me and always rung out as someone, a couple who was special and was different than every than everyone else. And just like Clark can save the world on his own, Clark isn't Superman because of himself, because of Krypton. Clark is super because of Lois. She gives him strength to be who he is and vice versa she gives and he gives her the strength to be Lois to be better than Lois 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 2.0 so they feed off each other and they're an imaginable an unimaginable couple they're a great couple and you wonder they they are they are the Romeo and Juliet of graphic novels you know Minus the whole death thing. But they are, their, their stories and their legends, it's a love story. And how, and how they get, how they can't get through things. And how they fight together. And how they need each other. And what kind of a couple they are. And there have been several several as as we all know countless movies the themes you heard in the beginning here countless movies countless tv shows that 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 explore this legend and a lot of them and there's a new one that came out called superman and lois with tyler hoechlin and elizabeth tollick as lois and clark and that is an, it's an exploration. It's a great exploration of a family, and what kind of a person Clark is as a dad, and as as a husband to Lois, and exploration also of what kind of of what kind of a wife Lois is to Clark, and it's an exploration of their relationship and their love for each other, and the, and how attracted and how in love with each other with each other they are. And the thing that's great about this is you get to see you get to see all that. You get to see the you know putting this person or putting this hero, this mutant mutated genetically mutated hero from another planet into average early average American early life. What it's like and what what his life as a super relationship, the super couple is like. And the way Tyler and Elizabeth portray it, from what I've seen so far, is great. They and they they were they were, had been in several episodes before of Supergirl and in the Arrowverse. I know that, um, and it, it, it had been you get to see I believe it was in the Arrowverse where you get to see Clark Tyler as Clark. You get to see Clark propose to Lois. And you get to see her reaction and her, and her, their, the love they have for each other. 
And it's a great story. It's a great thing to start to explore and to try to get into. And I've wanted to know, and I've wanted to see if there were any articles that I could take notes on, and a lot of any other articles everywhere that I could find that talked about them and where they came from, and maybe a little bit of a backstory on it. So a lot of this is going to be from Wikipedia, of what I can get gleaned from Wikipedia and in my notes. So a lot of that is going to be from that. But a lot of it starts about, well, Wikipedia says Superman and Lois are a fictional couple in the first superhero comic book romance created by writer Jerry Siegel and artist Joe Schuster. Both characters, including Superman's alter ego Clark Kent, first appeared, first appeared wow, in DC Comics Action Comics number 1 in July 1938. They have remained a complicated relationship ever since. They are among the best-known fictional couples having appeared, in, having appeared in multiple media adaptations all over just about everything. Now, it's, it's often said that you can't have a graphic novel. You can't have graphic novels without a villain. And that's kind of true. You can't have Batman without the Joker. And you can't have Superman without Lex. It's just, it just that's just how it works. And it's every time the Superman series comes along, you gotta wonder where's Lex, and how is he gonna come in? Now, you know, there's a couple of Lex. This is like the Michael Rosenbaum, I believe his name. He was Lex in in Smallville with Tom Welling and Erica Durant. Uh, it was Jesse Eisenberg. Most recently with Amy Adams and Henry Henry Cavill, that I can recall. And I'm wondering who it's going to be. But it's it's interesting. It's, it, a lot of this is interesting. There were, the character's relationship was based for a long time in a love triangle in which Clark was interested in Lois, who was smitten with a superhero, Superman. And that was back when she didn't know. Now... You're assuming when they started dating, when they not you're assuming, you know when they started dating and they got close and eventually they got married, Lois knew. Lois finds out that that he that Clark is Superman. Now it's often said that is Clark, like you just heard, is Clark Superman's alter ego or Superman Clark's alter ego? Now, if you ask me, and from everything that I've said and everything the story's been set up to show you, is that Superman is Clark. Clark is... Superman is Clark's alter ego. Um, Clark becomes... Clark is Superman. Everything that's in him is Superman. Clark, unable to reveal... And it was also... Clark was unable to reveal to Lois that his that his mild-mannered demeanor was a ruse, was for a while he was unable to compete for Lois's affection. The irony being he was his own rival and that Clark and Superman are, in fact, the same person. No kidding. This love triangle and the dual identity were originally conceived in 1934, following, following John Burns' 1986 reboot, The Man of Steel, Clark's character became not only the more dominant personality of the Clark Kent Superman character, 
but also the more outgoing, aggressive, and assertive. This allowed more natural romance to develop between Lois and Clark. In the 90s, Clark proposes marriage to Lois and reveals his identity as Superman to her. They begin a long engagement, which is complicated by the death of Superman, a breakup, and several other problems. The, fa- the couple finally married in Superman The Wedding Album in December of 1996. Clark and Lois, Clark and Lois's biological child in the DC Comics canon was born in Convergence, a son named John Kent, who eventually becomes Superboy. Lois is the character most prominently featured with Superman she appears in every in virtually every Superman comics and media adaptations and continues to be an essential part of the Superman mythos across decades of comics and other media adaptations in some stories Lois knows or suspects that Clark is Superman sometimes this is explored for humor or plot development in Smallville, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't, I, Lord knows I have, I have been, and can be, and quite obviously can be, the, um, she finds out, Erica Durant's Lois Lane, finds out that Tom Welling's Superman, Tom Welling's Clark Kent, is Superman through, I guess she figures it out, or he gives her hints, or he just outright tells her, and I think at that point, she didn't call him Superman. She called him the Blur, I believe. And I think when... I don't know how Lois found out or how anything that came into being... How she came to know in the Arrowverse that, that Tyler's Tyler Hoechlin's Clark Kent was Superman. I just assumed that she knew. Because in Superman and Lois, they're married and they have a family... And she knows, and she's aware of who he is, and his identity, and all those other things that go along with that. She knows all that. There's also scenes, I guess, where the kids find out, or the kids put it, put it together. It's, it's interesting that one conception of Superman's dual identity, Jerry Siegel said in the 1983 Nemo magazine interview it occurred to me in late 1934 when I decided that I'd like to do Superman as a newspaper strip and I approached Joe about it Joe I Joe 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 I need a name Schuster yep Joe Schuster that's exactly what I thought and I had a brain fart there <laughs> He approached Joe about it and was enthousi- and he was enthusiastic about the possibility. I was up late one night and more and more ideas kept coming to me. And I kept writing out several weeks writing out several several weeks of syndicate scripts for the proposed newspaper strip. When morning came, I had written several weeks of material and dashed over to Joe's place to show it to him. The story was this was the story that appeared in Action Comics number one. June 1938, the first published appearance of Superman. You see, he says, Clark Kent grew not only out of my private life, but also out of Joe's. As a high school student, I thought that that someday 
I might become a reporter, and I had crushes on several attractive girls who either didn't know I existed or didn't care. As a matter of fact, some of them looked like they had hoped I didn't exist. It occurred to me, what if I was, what if I was real, what if I was real terrific? What if I had some special, something special going for me, like jumping over buildings or throwing cars around or something like that? Then maybe they would notice me. That night, the night came when all the thoughts were coming to me. The concept came to me that Superman could have a dual identity, and that in one of his identities he could be meek and mild, and I was, and, and, uh, and as I was, and wear glasses the way I did. The heroine, who I figured would be a girl reporter, would think he was some sort of warm, some sort of worm. Yet, she would be crazy about the Superman character who could do all sorts of fabulous things. In fact, she was real wild about him. A big inside joke was that the fellow she was crazy about was also the fellow whom she'd loathed. By coincidence, Joe was a carbon copy of me. They thought that the dynamic that was explored... I readily recall the dynamic that was explored so readily in the Superman movies and in Lois and Clark, Terry Hatcher and Dean Cain's Superman, that, that, that there was, she had a kind of adversarial kind of, eh, throwaway, not really worth it kind of relationship with Clark. But she was nuts. She was completely nuts and ballistic over Superman. And it's just, it's just, it's very, very interesting. If you go back to the comics, the start of the comics, you can find a lot of legends about Lois and Clark. Superman, Clark Kent, and Lois first appeared in Action Comics. And as early as the 1940s, Lois began to suspect that Clark Kent was Superman. The first such story appears in Superman 17, in a story titled Man or Superman by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Across decades of comics, Lois would suspect Clark Superman and tries to prove it, but Superman always thwarts her. This theme being partially pronounced in the 1950s and 1960s comics. The first official DC Comics story where Superman marries Lois Lane not only not dreams, hoaxes, or imaginary tales, but in DC canon, was in Action Comics 484 in June 1978. In this 40th... In this 40th anniversary of, super, of a Superman issue, a wizard wanted to rid the world of Superman, but had no idea Superman had a secret identity. Clark, with no memory of being Superman, and therefore no need to, no, no, to, to, no need to pretend to be a coward, the new take charged Clark Kent who was fearless and bold, became very attractive to Lois, proving that, he, that it was more about attitude and personality than superpowers that attracted her to Superman. Lois and the new, and the new Clark began dating, fell in love, and eventually he proposed, when he proposed, and the couple got married. On their honeymoon, when Lois saw Clark caught in a crossfire that should have killed him, but left no mark on him, she began to suspect that he was really Superman. Lois tried to cut a lock of his hair. The scissors, when Lois tried to cut a lock of his hair, the scissors broke. 
As much as she loved Clark with no memory of being Superman, Lois knew that the world needed Superman and found the wizard who had cast a spell and had him reverse it. Clark remembered that he was Superman, but also his marriage to Lois. He took Lois to the Fortress of Solitude and married her again in a Kryptonian ceremony as Superman. From that point on, Lois and Clark of the alternate universe known as Earth 2 remained married in DC Comics. This version of the character stars in the Superman Family comic book series, comic book in the series Mr. and Mrs. Superman, which feature the adventures of, of the Earth 2 Superman and his wife, Lois Lane Kent. The couple later appeared in, a 2000, in the 2000 Infinite Crisis limited series. In 1986, between 1986-2000, following Crisis on Infinite Earths, DC Comics released six limited, six-issue limited series: The Man of Steel by John Byrne. The series told the story of Superman's modern origin. Superman was now never Superboy in his youth, and Clark Kent became the real person and Superman the disguise. That's kind of always what I thought. I always believed that Clark Kent was the real person. Superman was Clark's alter ego, his identity, his alter identity. There was finally a setting in which Lois could logically fall in love with Clark Kent because he was the real person this time. Although it would take years for Lois to have romantic feelings, romantic feelings for Clark after he scooped her, after he scooped her on the exclusive Superman story. In Superman 44, the couple made peace and began dating and fell in love. In Superman 50, Clark proposes to Lois and she accepts. Clark did not tell Lois his secret as, a super, as the superhero Superman until weeks later in Action Comics 662. After contemplating the, revel, the revelation and its implications, Lois decides it all comes down to love. She loves Clark and wants to spend the, spend the rest of her life with him. Aww. I know, that's it's, it's a beautiful story. And it's my evidence in what I was saying earlier that they are the Romeo and Juliet of graphic novels. They are this, this couple, these two people that really fiercely, above all else, as you've heard, above all else... And what else, whatever else that they see, or whatever else that they know, or whatever else that they think, that that love, as you just, as Lois just said, love is more important. Love, it all comes down to love. And she loves Clark, and loves him deeply, no matter who he is. And due to the upcoming television series, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. A chain of events were put into motion to prevent Clark and Lois in the comics from getting married until the TV couple was ready to walk down the aisle. Superman was killed off by Doomsday in, Sup in Superman 75. After a year of mourning, searching, and re resurrecting in the death and the return of Superman storyline, Superman returned to the land of the living and the arms of Lois Lane. 
When Clark and Lois on the television series finally married in October 1996, so did their comic book counterpart in the special Superman, The Wedding Album of December 1996. In 2006, the couple adopts a boy, the biological son of Kryptonian villains General Zod and Ursa, and named him Chris Kent in the story arc Last Son. Although Clark is quick to embrace parenthood, Lois is more reluctant until she sees how vulnerable and sweet Chris is, and the three of them become a happy family. When Zod invades Earth during the battle, Chris, along with his, along with his birth parents, are sucked into the Phantom Zone, leaving Clark and Lois without their son and heartbroken. Chris later, Chris later returned as a teenager under the guise of Nightwing. In 2011, 2011 to present, DC Comics rebooted its continuity with the new 52 relaunch. In the relaunch, Lois views Clark as a friend and respects him as a journalist, but regards him as a, regards him as a loner who has difficulty letting people get close to him and displays no existing knowledge of his dual identity. Superman Unchained, a nine-issue series by Scott Snyder and Jim Lee, explores Clark's connection with Lois in the New 52. Released in April of 2015, the miniseries Convergence featured a post-crisis version of a married Superman and Lois Lane. The couple, expecting an impending birth of their child and Superman, has to protect the city after it was taken out of time by a powerful alternate version of Brainiac. I forgot about Brainiac. Convergence shows the birth of their son, John Kent, Clark and Lois's biological child in the DC Comics canon. They are both Jordan, I believe. They are both John and Jordan. They are the kids, Lois and Clark's kids, in the new series, Superman and Lois. And it's it's interesting. It's hard to to find to see. It was it was hard. It was interesting to see. Not hard. It was interesting to see how they would explore the powers, Superman's powers. How they would explore who gets the powers, John or Jordan. I believe his name is Jordan. Who that who would get the powers and how they would manifest themselves in the boys. Because the boys are very obviously portrayed as Lois and Clark's biological kids. And it's kind of interesting to see how that comes true. And it makes sense that one of the kids would get the powers and one of the kids wouldn't. Now, because, I mean, look at their parents. You can argue that, yes, both of them are human, but one of them has, has it's from a distant planet. And one of them has genetic inborn powers. So it's easy to understand how those manifest. How they may or may not manifest in one one or both kids. In the 2006 film, and this doesn't get a lot of a lot of press, cause, and it should because I did like who played Superman. In the 2006 film Superman Returns, it serves as an homage sequel to the motion picture su- the motion picture Superman of 78 and Superman 2 of 80, 
Brandon Roth played the low role of Superman and Clark Kent to Kate Bosworth's Lois Lane. In the film, Superman has disappeared for many years. On his return to Earth, he finds the world he left behind has changed in ways he did not expect. Lois is a mother and is engaged to Richard White, Perry White's nephew. Lois and Richard's son, Jason White, is later revealed to be Superman's son after the child begins to show superpowers. And now, the most, and now when you think of Lois and Clark, one of the most famous, famous depictions of that is Henry Cavill and Amy Adams. In 2013, Man of Steel, directed by Zack Snyder, and produced, and I didn't know this one, produced by Christopher Nolan, and the last, and the first film in the DC Extended Universe, Henry Cavill is Superman, and Amy Adams is Lois. Zack Snyder said Lois needed to Lois needed to be a match for Superman, a girl who intrigues him. Snyder described Superman is is falling in love with the reporter, and affirm and he affirms the bond between Clark and Lois is a vital part of the film. His producer Deborah Snyder said while Lois and Superman immediately click. Their upbringings are on opposite ends of a cultural gulf that makes their romance like the pairing of a country mouse with a city mouse. The fact that he picks Lois makes him feel better, but Lois is not the obvious choice. She's, she's difficult. She's sophisticated. She's from the city. She's all the things that he's not. That make They make a really interesting couple, but a complicated couple. They do make a really interesting couple. They make a very conflicting, like I just said. They make a very conflicting, very, very counterpart, very separate, separate couple. But what opposites attract, what makes them fit together is that I think she sees Superman in Clark. She sees, she's not, I'm not saying she doesn't see the superhero, or she sees someone who can be Superman, who can be a Superman, and she sees someone who is super in himself, and she sees what, what he does for her, and how he, how he comes to, how he comes to her in his times of need. And she falls, and she loves that. She falls in love with that. The television series Smallville that aired from 2001 to 2011, the series began with a teenage Clark Kent, Tom Welling, learning to balance his demands of his powers with his desire to lead a normal life. It shows Clark's reluctance to accept his Kryptonian heritage, his responsibility for his abilities, his long-time desire to be normal, and his constant fear of people discovering his secrets. In the series, Clark's, af- Clark's affection began with Lana, Lana Lang, his childhood crush in the comics. Lois was introduced in the fourth season as Chloe Sullivan's cousin, another character, a friend of Clark's. Clark and Lois first developed a friendship, and in later seasons, a romantic interaction. And Clark gradually starts to fall in love with Lois, 
and realize that she is the one for him, and eventually revealing his alien origin to her. Clark and Lois' relationship was on TV Guide's best TV couples of all time. Well, yeah, they are the greatest one of the, the greatest couple of all time. The greatest graphic novel couple of all time. Now, you can kind of say something very similar for Harley Quinn and the Joker and Batman, but that's... That's a... Relationship. A weird relationship in a mental asylum of two crazy cuckoo birds. <laughs> so, but, you know, my favorite villain of all time, like I said before several times, is Harley Quinn. And, but there's, there's no, like, there's no, no one who is greater. No one, no love story that is, is perfect, more perfect than Lawson Clark. And they, like, in, um, in Lawson and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, they were Terry Hatcher and Dean Cain. They were no... Noel, Noel Neal and George Reeves in The Adventures of Superman. There were Margot Kidder and Christopher Reeve. Kate Bosworth and Brandon Rush. Brand, Kate Rush. Kate Bosworth and Brandon Routh. Henry Cavill and Amy Adams. They were also... And they are most recently Tyler Hoechlin and Elizabeth Tollick. Now, they... They're just... There's something about him. Tyler Hoechlin portrays Superman with Elizabeth Tollick as Lois Lane in the CW Arrowverse TV series. The producers stated that Clark and Lois have a strong partnership. Tyler says Clark and Lois obviously have a very strong relationship that's been going going like that for a while. It's deeper into the relationship so so that there's a comfortability factor... And know each other so well. They kind of... They really kind of have a life together. They have... They... They're, if you've seen... How they relate to each other. She knows him. And she not only knows... Who he is. And... It's kind of like when she looks... When she looks at Superman. She looks at... Clark... In this costume. And that's kind of what she's seeing. She sees her husband. She sees someone she loves with all her heart. And wearing a costume. And his job, not only as a reporter, his job is to use what comes natural to him. To try and save the world and try and be hero, be heroic. And save people. And... It's an it's an amazing, incredible thing, and it's it's a it's a great thing. It's hard for me to say which Superman, which team I I like better. It's hard to say which one's better. But there's so many things that when you think about the perfect couple in graphic novels, when you think about the perfect couple, you got to think about Lois and Clark. That's just it's just what comes back to it. And I just want to, th- just gonna thank you all for listening so much. Thank you all for hanging around and hanging around for a little bit more on the end here. 
want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there, true, true friends of this podcast, check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. Want to go to Vegas? Visit the best places all around the Strip and all around downtown and all around the surrounding areas? Check out the best vlogs for Vegas anywhere on YouTube at Brar Frederick over on YouTube. B-R-O-R Frederick, F-R-E-D-R-I-K. Over on YouTube, go over to Brar Frederick. Subscribe to his channel. Click that bell icon. Click that Hit those those like those like up thumbs. Give give Brar a follow. Give Brar a look. You'll really love what you're seeing. He's an awesome streamer, the best Vegas streamer, and the best thing to watch while you're in Vegas before you go to Vegas, just to experience Vegas as a whole. Please join me in supporting and giving to the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project. When you donate to the Pride Foundation, you join thousands of supporters building a better, safer, more equitable world for LGBTQIA people and their families. Every gift, whether $1 or $1,000, makes an impact for real people and ripples outward into our communities. There are many different ways to join and help the fight. Also go on to their websites for the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project and donate and help in any way possible. The Trevor Project offers support and help for LGBTQIA youth all over the country and all over the world. Please show them some love and give them some support.